It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, ladies and gents and those in between. Welcome back to How Did I Get Here with me, Eliza. Um, yeah, so as you can see, I am still here. Still here. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Jokes, if you get the joke, you get the joke. Hopefully you do. Anyways, but yeah, welcome back to How Did I Get Here, where we live our best lives on the internet and uh, come out on the other side knowing more but not feeling all that much smarter. I am your host and you are welcome. Um, as you can tell, because I am still sitting here on this couch. We are still waiting for our lovely, lovely friend Jay to get back to his full self. Batteries at 100 at the best state of being he could possibly be. So until then, you are stuck with me. I'm sorry. But um, not only that, but as you can tell, we are um, with our lovely plant couch and blanket. Um, very minimal. And why is that? It's because Dive is moving to a bigger and better studio. So look forward to that in the future. But that is why we are so um, bare bones, shall we say, at the moment. So yeah, look forward to that. And um, let's see. <laughs> Yes, and of course, you know, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, um, send it to whoever you think will like this because, you know, yeah. You know, I actually dare you, send this podcast to someone who doesn't listen to it and get them hooked on it. Tell them Alexa sent you. Yes. And yeah, make sure. You, oh, yeah. You can also check out full episodes on uh, Dive Pods, youtube.com slash Dive Pods. If you don't want to see just the little four minute, five minute clips that we upload, you can see the full episodes on Dive Pods on YouTube. And without further ado, we're going to jump into today's subject, which is something I'm very curious about sharing with you guys. What makes someone attractive? Which is a great question. And I mean, I've taken a look at some of these articles and, you know, there are things I agree with, some I disagree with. And, you know, anything stated today is not my view per se, nor is it dives. It's just, you know, the Internet. So you can get mad at the Internet if you disagree or agree with some of these things. But starting off, uh, nine facial traits specifically that make someone more attractive according to science. Sometimes I trust science, sometimes I don't. But we're going to hop into this. So. A lot of research over the years has gone into trying to work out what is it that makes us fancy each other. Fancy you. Um, results have varied, showing women may like the smell of men who have a particular kind of diet, and men may find women in groups more attractive. Okay, for one, I don't go around sniffing dudes, but um, <laughs> if you can tell what a dude eats by how he smells, all right. Some research has suggested we often go for people who share some of the same characteristics as we do. I would agree with that. Um, we've looked at a number of studies and tried to get to the bottom of what makes us uh, like the look of one person over another. And here are the nine top traits. One is symmetry. Um, studies such as this one published in the Journal of Comparative, Comparative Psychology 
and this one published in the Journal of Evolution of Human Behavior, have shown that in experimental conditions, men and women both prefer faces that are more symmetrical. Interesting. Interesting, because for me, I mean, I guess if they're talking about bone structure, sure. But I tend to like it whenever people have imperfections on their faces. Like, I like if people have, like, beauty marks or scars or, like, um, someone I knew back home, like, one of their eyebrows was a different color. And I was like, nice. Aesthetics. Um, Let's see. A study on identical twins found that the twin with a more symmetrical face was considered more attractive. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. I mean, people consider symmetry like good genes and whatever, but like I don't think there's actually an existing human being with a perfectly symmetrical face because typically I think it's either the right side. I mean, it's either the right or the left. Duh, there's no other side. But I think it's the right side of the face that typically the facial features are a bit bigger than the left because I know that when people went with like their hair, Typically, I believe the right side is typically fuller than the left side, or it varies, I believe, on what side you tend to sleep on. But for me, I know that the right side of my hair is thicker than the left side of my hair. And I think the right side of my face is bigger than the left side. Because the thing is with me, like when I was a kid, actually, believe it or not, up until I was maybe, I don't know, 11, I had monolids. And then, yeah, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Being a mixed race uh, Asian white kid. (laughs) but so when I got older I got double eyelids apparently but like uh there was a period of time when my right eyelid was significantly bigger than my left like my left would sometimes like fold back into a monolid sometimes but like you know there's always going to be asymmetry whether it's more obvious or uh not I don't think there's somebody with a perfectly symmetrical face if there is uh please find me it and uh tweet us because I know that there's like that, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like the the perfect face, like a uh, diagram thing. And people like will like filter that over people to see how symmetrical their faces are. I remember someone did that to Jensen Ackles. That is a fine man right there. But I don't remember if it was because he's just symmetrical or if it's just because he's fine. But yeah, so Jensen Ackles. Anyways, uh, that's so funny because um, the second most, uh, I guess, likable physical trait on somebody is asymmetry. So people go for symmetry over asymmetry first. Interesting. Um, It's not an absolute rule, though. In fact, you can probably think of many celebrities you fancy who don't have symmetrical faces at all. Then they start talking about, like, crooked smiles and everything. I mean, didn't Elvis Presley kind of talk out the side of his mouth? I mean, that's an asymmetrical thing. And then... I mean, Marilyn Monroe had like a mole on one side of her face. That's asymmetrical. And she was considered the most beautiful woman to exist at times. Who else? Who else? Who else? I mean, I don't know exactly if this man was ever considered like beautiful, so to say. But I mean, just because, again, I am an avid David Bowie fan. He had heterochromia. So, I mean, for those of you who don't know what heterochromia is, heterochromia is whenever your eyes are two different colors. So that's the thing. I think that honestly is really cool. Like, especially looking at dogs, huskies. If huskies have heterochromia, I'm like, yes. And then I believe Australian shepherds also have heterochromia a lot. Anyways, back to people, not dogs. But I don't know. I think asymmetry kind of makes someone more charming. I mean, if you have a symmetrical face and you're beautiful, then that's incredible, honestly. But for me, I don't know. I like looking at small traits on people that uh, stand out, I guess. I mean, for me, I have a scar on my left cheek, actually. It's probably not visible on camera. Probably not. But I have a scar on my left cheek from when I scratched myself in the womb as a child. 
Um, I was born that way. But yeah, so I mean, I have a scar on this side. Um, a lot of people I know actually have facial scars or they got like beauty spots or whatnot. And I find that really charming on people's faces. So I tend to prefer asymmetry. Averageness. Well, that's number three, averageness. If you just the regular run-of-the-mill average Joe, man, that is how sexy of you to be average. Like, honestly, <laughs> uh, people tend to like the faces that are distinctly average or those that resemble others in the general population. Let's see. In 1878, a paper in Nature first noted that a bunch of faces blended together was considered more attractive than those on their own. Oh, that's so interesting because I've seen people on Twitter be blending K-pop group members' faces together. And they're like, who does this member look like? Oh my god, he looks like this one member of some other group. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but that's interesting, talking about the the blended faces or like people that resemble someone else. Because I, I think I can understand that. Especially because I know that I I watched a bunch of weird YouTube videos, but I know that like in this one I watched, girls were talking about how some of their exes tended to look similar. And I don't exactly remember why that was, but like, you know, we're all attractive, attracted to different physical traits. That's the thing. So, I mean, if you're attracted to somebody that tends to wear glasses and has a higher nose bridge, I mean, that might be your average, I guess. I don't know. But see, the thing is, whenever it says average, what is like the politically correct standard of who's average? That's the thing, because I feel like we all have such varying tastes as human beings. And it's like, you know, a man or woman I might find beautiful might be incredibly average to somebody else and then vice versa. Because I know whenever my mom talks about actors that she fancies and I'm like, mom, why? I mean no offense dad she chose you great nothing against you dad you're a handsome fella but like when mom's talking about like actors she fancies I'm like then why and then whenever I tell her about people I find attractive she's like Alexandra why and I'm like let me have my difference in taste mother um let's see looking older interesting with a accompanied photo of George Clooney Yes. So number four, looking older, a study in 2012 published in the Journal of Evolutionary Psychology found that women prefer men who look older. The more financially independent women became, the more they said they liked older guys, according to the study. Uh, One explanation for what researchers have coined the George Clooney effect uh, could be that women are only fertile from puberty to menopause, while men can father a child until much later. Uh, women may get a better offer by waiting until the man has more status and resources due to being older. Interesting. That kind of begs the question, though, because I've been asked this before. It's kind of like, you know, like, how old are you willing to date past your own, like, age, I guess? And, like, me, I'm born in 1996, and I told myself, like, the youngest I would go was, like, 98, because my brother is 99, and that's just a little too weird for me to date somebody that's my brother's age. But when it goes to older, it's like, I think I told myself, like, Five years is the max, and it's not because they're older, but like, you know, if the situation arises and they're older, then five years is probably the max I would go. But if I was looking for an older person, it wouldn't be because they look older, so to say. Like, I don't know. I'm a very lively person, and I enjoy people with youthful energy, so I don't know if I would want to look at someone. I'm like, yeah, you look like a silver fox. Just what I need. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think personally for me looking older is something I look for, so to say. But to each their own. Number five, this is my biggest disagreement. Facial hair. Hmm. 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 
<laughs> well, uh, some people uh, love a bushy beard, whereas others go for the clean-shaven men. Me. Uh, a study in 2013 recruited 177 men and 351 women to look at pictures of men who had no facial hair, light stubble, heavy stubble, and a full beard. Uh, the results show that women thought that the most attractive beard length is heavy stubble or about 10 days of growth. Uh, heavy beards, light stubble, and clean shaven were all equally less attractive than heavy stubble. That's the thing. That's the thing. I Maybe it's because my dad has a beard. I don't know. I mean, my dad is just Russian man with beard, but um, <laughs> we're not, we don't even speak Russian. Anyways, but my dad has a beard. So I think, I mean, again, dad, no offense to you. You're a handsome fella. But when it comes to my taste, I don't, I don't like facial hair, so to say, honestly, for me, I mean, it's kind of like I just said, I, I like youthful energy and you don't see a lot of, I mean, hold on, how can I say this? I'm making it sound weird, but like, you know, you don't see like, youthful young kids with full-grown beards like you get what I'm saying here like I don't I don't know beards just are not it I mean if there's a bit of five o'clock shadow so be it we all have long days sometimes you don't get to shave whatever but yeah yeah let's see oh nice okay number six facial scars interesting uh this one depends on if you're attracted to men or women oh one study published in the Journal of Personality and Individual Differences found that men could be considered more attractive if they have a facial scar, whereas this wasn't found for women. Oh, okay, I shouldn't have mentioned my scar then. Um, researchers took 24 or photos of 24 males and 24 female students and manipulated them to look like they had scars on their faces. Then another 200 students were asked to rate how attractive the photos were and whether they thought the person would be good for them or in a short or long-term relationship. Uh, men with scars were rated as more attractive for short-term relationships than men without scars, and there was no difference in how attractive women were with or without scars. Interesting. Okay. I mean, again, I feel like all of these things are subjective because when I'm looking at someone, I'm not like, do you have facial scars? Like, let me peep at that real quick. You got you got facial scars? Let me see. Let me see. Like, it's not something I look for, but if I happen to find it, it tends to be like a charming point for me. Like, Medoc Point, I feel like that's something that's instilled in my brain now that I live here. Like, Medoc Point is kind of, like, a thing. But, yeah. I mean, again, it's like I said, I like imperfections on people because it reminds me that no matter how gorgeous they might be, they are indeed a human being. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes we lose track of that. Whenever you start falling in love with somebody, you tend to put them on a pedestal. And so, no matter what their faults are, you tend to be like, oh... You know, it's nothing's their fault. Like, they couldn't possibly do wrong because they're just so perfect to me. But, you know, they are human. They're on the same level as you, whether you care to think that way or not. So I feel like imperfections on somebody make them more attractive. Seven is familiarity. Okay, I've heard about this one a lot, actually. According to one study published in Current Biology, genetics might not have much to do with it. Uh, researchers found that the types of faces we fancy are influenced more by our personal experiences in life uh, more than anything else. The study found that identical twins had different ideas of who they thought was attractive, suggesting a genetic predisposition wasn't a factor. Overall genetics explain it's just a fifth of the variation in people's preferences. Which, you know, yeah, I get that. I mean, the authors concluded that these results could explain how models and celebrities can make money from their good looks, while friends constantly disagree about who is to their taste. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, no, I could get that. I guess, you know, 
I think this kind of loops back to averageness, so to say, because how familiar looking someone is, is kind of like, you know, would you see this person's face on the daily, I guess, versus does someone look so special that you wouldn't really see them unless they were in a movie or a commercial or stuff like that. So that's interesting. But I feel like familiarity kind of loops back to um, averageness. Oh, eight. Simplicity. A study from 2016 found that rather than men having a preference for certain features like eyes or lips, they went for more of like an overall look. Uh, The researchers recruited 169 men in France and showed them two sets of random women's faces. They were asked to rate them on a scale of 0 to 20 in terms of attractiveness. Uh, Results showed that overall the faces that men found the most attractive were sparsely coded. That means they were the ones that were more symmetrical, more plain, and had no distinguishing features. Hmm. I mean, I could get that. I feel like, again, simplicity kind of links back to averageness. I mean, if you don't have an outstanding feature, I would assume that kind of puts you in the average category. I don't know. And then the last trait on this list is looking like your parents, which I've heard this be spoken about a lot. And I'm, I don't know how to feel about this one, honestly. Some research suggests that we tend to find people who look like our opposite sex parent attractive. If, if they're het. Yeah, if you're het, then I guess that's it. If you're gay, I don't, I don't know, whatever your preference is. But parents! Um, <laughs> according to research from St. Andrews, we are attracted to the features that our parents had when we were born. Do we even remember? I don't think I... I mean, I don't remember being born. So, I mean, I don't think I'd remember what my dad's face looked like in the emergency room. Or my mom's. Like, I don't think I remember that. Um... Yeah, from we were born, possibly because we see them as our first caregiver and associate positive feelings with their features. Uh, From one study in 2002, researchers asked participants to rate how attractive faces of different ages were. Uh, We found that women born to old parents over 30 were less impressed by the youth and more attracted to age cues and male faces than women with young parents under 30. That is what the authors wrote. Uh, For men, preferences for female faces were influenced by their mother's age and not their father's age, but only for long-term relationships. Uh, Also, in a follow-up study, a sample of 697 men and women showed people were most likely to have romantic partners who had the same eye color and hair color as their opposite-sex parents. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I mean, as you guys may or may not know, I am mixed race. My mother is a Korean woman. My father is a Caucasian male from America. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because I'm living here in Korea and I tend to see Korean people more, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't find myself particularly attracted to any men that look like my father at the moment. <laughs> um, if anything, they look more like my mother. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's got their own taste. Everyone's got their own taste. So, I mean, what you like, you like. What you don't like, you don't like. And that doesn't make you weird. We as humans are getting more diverse and the types of people that are considered attractive in mainstream media is changing so much from like 30 years ago, if you look back. I mean, even from last year, the year before that, just in recent time even, what is considered attractive has evolved and changed so much. So, I mean, you know, It's that old cliche, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like, you know, that's it. So anyways, um, we're going to take a little brief music break here. Well, um, on the topic of uh, finding people beautiful or not, let's go with You Were Beautiful, Yeposo by Day Six.
And we are back from our break. We're back from our break. And I am here to answer some questions that y'all have left for little old me. Starting off with I stand Sokjin. <laughs> yes, Sok as in Yangmar. Sok. Um, they ask, what country would you like to migrate to forever? You could speak the language fluently and understand the culture. Um... I don't know because there's so many so many beautiful countries around the world that I'm fascinated by their culture and I would love to learn the languages. But off the top of my head, I don't know. I think it would be nice to well, my good forever. I'm a Sagittarius. We have like wanderlust. Like I can't I can't, I can't stay somewhere forever. But like let me just say 10 years cuz that that's a long time. That's a decade. Um maybe India, honestly. Like, I think it would be really great to, like, learn all the languages spoken in India and, like, fully grasp the culture. Like, ah, because it's just, I've been there three times now and I would do anything to go back. It's just such a beautiful country. So definitely India for at least 10 years because I can't do forever because I'm a Sagittarius. But, yeah. And then moving on to the second question from... Uh, ah, we had this user before, NCT Boo. Um, what are your hobbies other than music? For me, um, I mean, I used to draw a lot whenever I was in high school. I used to be relatively okay. I mean, I wasn't like l'artiste, but like I was okay. So I mean, drawing, sketching, um, lyric writing is a big one for me. I tend to write a lot. I find myself writing a lot of lyrics right now, but uh, we'll see if those ever see the sunlight. And then I like doing makeup because creative outlets are very few, so... Makeup is one of them. And then, I don't know. I think I just had this uh, habit, less than a hobby, of just rewatching old shows that I've seen every single episode to. Could probably quote most of the episodes, like the back of my hand, on the exact correct timing because they bring me comfort. American Horror Story, I'm looking at you. Yes. But yeah, and you know, if you guys would like to ask me anything else, do not forget to send us your questions with hashtag how did I get here head dig and let us know what you think should be our next topic for the next episode. And of course, don't forget to follow us on social media, which is Instagram and Twitter at the dive studios, our TikTok, which is also uh, dive studios, I believe. Yes, dive studios, youtube.com slash dive studios or for the full length podcast episodes, it is slash dive pods. Pods. Yes, don't forget to subscribe, like, leave a review, share, comment. Um, I don't know, put this on your Facebook wall and see what your aunt has to say about it. I don't know. But until then, catch y'all on the flip side. Bye. How did I get here? With Jay. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career 
Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.